Sorry, my friend. He's a bad cop. I'm a good cop. Okay. You can trust me. I won't be on the show. I'm gonna be on the show. I'm gonna be the star of the show. You started off as the bad cop, so now you're the good one. Hope well, this movie doesn't suck ass. It will. <laughs> now you're the good cop. Oh my god. The moral is you're a total bitch. How are you holding up? Because I'm a potato. It certainly does suck. Isn't there supposed to be a good cop? Hope you boys brought popcorn. Cause I'm about to put on a show. Good afternoon, welcome to another episode of Good Pop, Bad Pop with TNM, where the only F-bomb is for fun. <laughs> uh, How you doing, Em? Yeah, well, good now. <laughs> good to get off on the right foot. Yeah, solid. So, um, what episode are we up to? Episode 9. 9? That's not a noteworthy number. I'm sorry for drawing attention to it. There are two movies called 9. Are there? There are. One's by Tim Burton. I've never heard of it. Doesn't be very good. <laughs> no. I haven't seen it. I heard a lot about it. Um, didn't see it. Isn't, um, doesn't one of the Tarantino movies start with nine? Uh, no, nah, it's eight. That Yeah, that was when there was too many movies coming out that all had number of adjective, noun. Yeah, and it was either an edgy Tarantino movie or an Adam Sandler Netflix movie. And if you got that wrong, you were disappointed. Yep. Yeah, it was not good times. I haven't seen that Tarantino one yet. I've got to get on that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on. Um, this week, we have a review for the new movie Venom, mm-hmm. as well as talking about the new releases of the week and yes. a few news headlines to wrap up the show. M, how's your week? What have you been up to? Week has been good. I have started watching season two of Travels, Travels with My Father, the Jack Whitehall um, travel documentary uh, if you're not familiar with Jack Whitehall, he's in uh, Fresh Meat, Bad Education. Um, British comedian, very funny, uh, big fan. So I uh, was quite intrigued when he was um, starting this in season one. I loved um, Bad Education, hated mm. Fresh Meat. Uh, you liked it to start with, but then I got a bit too... It, never... it stopped being funny or wasn't funny. It, it had all the pieces, it just decided not to yeah. be funny. Yeah. And Jack Whitehall was the only funny guy trying to be funny yeah that's true he was let down by his team Mm. um but yeah so he's hilarious and if you're not familiar with the show um he basically goes on travels with his dad he comes from quite an upper class family um what are they called in england uh poshos wasps wasps or poshos (laughs) um anyway so he in the first season he sort of drags his dad through a uh gap year tour of southeast asia Larity ensues. Um, season two, they've kind of flipped it around a little. So now it's the the dad, Michael, dragging Jack through Europe for a arts and cultural tour of Europe. Um, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But so far, I'm really liking it. It's um, you know, solid stuff. I'm learning a lot. Did you watch lot. the whole of the last season? Of season one? Yeah. Yes. So I saw like maybe one episode. No, I'm sure you saw more than that. Anyway, no. it, was, um, it was just the whole time the dad going i hate this hotel well yeah i mean it's a travel show putting people in uncomfortable situations so it's like a different kind of version of um ah that other travel show with ricky gervais's mate uh idiot abroad yeah that's the one um so similar concept to that in that you know dragging people through places that they don't want to go um but yeah so so far season two is a bit of fun i'm enjoying you like i like a bit of travel shows i like knowing what's out there i've learned a lot about really bizarre things so and we've got another travel show to discuss at some point too which we'll do later dark tourist yeah yes we're gonna have our what's his name david fincher i think so you're telling the story yeah david fincher episode who was made famous for the tickled documentary mm. yeah we'll talk about that that was crazy new zealand journal yeah. new zealand journal um, sort of the budget Louis Thoreau has been called on the show. <laughs> True. <clears throat> and he did a Netflix show called Dark Tourist where um, he talks about, or he goes to really weird places all over the world with, mm. with sort of, you know, radioactive zones and serial killer tours. It's all, Just yeah. all morbid shit, really. Morbid shit, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll get into that later. Yeah, Let's not it's get a whole into episode. Yeah. All right, well, for me, what have mm-hmm. I done? What's back? Um... Riverdale returned. Ah, yes. Warner Brothers slash Netflix, I guess. You know, borderline Netflix. Um, CW? Well, CW is owned by Warner Brothers, yes. 
Um, if you're not familiar with it, it's it's hard to explain. So it's the wholesome 1950s comic characters from Archie Comics mm-hmm. set in modern day, but in a really kind of dark timeline world thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, oh, we've got to organize a school dance. I'm running for class president. I'm trying out for cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. Also, there's serial killers, the occult, gang warfare, mob violence, and it just works. I love it. I don't know <laughs> why. It's not my type of show. I'm not the target audience, but I love it. Is it an... I haven't seen Buffy, so I don't know how true this is. Is there something kind of Buffy-esque about it? It's like teen drama, but, you know, yeah, murdery. <laughs> Buffy, the the lead story was the occult, yeah, supernatural yeah. stuff. Whereas this is just like in the background until it becomes in the foreground. And mm. yeah, I don't know. I just love it. Um, it's all teen angsty stuff. And I don't know why. Yeah. I just love teen angst stuff. I could, Who doesn't? Yeah, I can sit and belt through a rewatch of the oc right now one of my all-time favorite shows i'm really looking forward to when we get to do that (laughs) and have like a you know triple episode about the oc are we gonna do that (laughs) my top eight oc episodes ranked yeah i'd listen to that yeah i would yeah yeah i don't know i just love teen angst stuff i don't know why like they say it's a kind of nostalgia but who's nostalgia for Teen angst. I think you need to grow up first to be nostalgic for that. And I know I certainly haven't. So Yeah, like I, I don't oh. <laughs> enjoy all my angst stuff, but watching other people go through it, I love it. Cathartic, maybe. Hmm. Um, the only other interesting thing this week, the New South Park episode came out. Mm-hmm. If you recall a couple episodes ago, I was sort of talking about how all the shows, long-running shows, are sort of dealing with changes in the PC climate and mm. how they were... Uh, whether they were ignoring it or completely dealing with it. And I mentioned uh, there was a documentary, The Problem with Apu, mm-hmm. addressing Apu from The Simpsons, how he's kind of a racist stereotype. And this comedian did a doco about it and said, my whole life I have everyone from Apu has been saying the lines from The Simpsons at me. Mm. Anyway, South Park responded to that this week and they had their episode, The Problem with Apu. And the famous Pooh from South Park, Mr. Hanky. Oh, I get that. <laughs> Didn't you get that? That's funny. Because no one got it until <laughs> after the episode. Everyone's like, oh. <laughs> like, well, yeah. I didn't see the episode name spelled out. So I, and when you were just talking to me about it, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I see how it's like that. I get what you mean. But now I get the part. It's in the yeah, name of the episode. Now, it was a rubbish episode of South Park. They couldn't quite land on what they were talking about but bit of they, a mishmash. yeah but they had a bit of a burn at the end where <laughs> mr hanky yeah he was basically being roseanne <laughs> taking too much ambient and tweeting horrible things to people and everyone turned on him and they kicked him out of town and like oh you can go you know to somewhere where your your behavior is okay and then he goes over to simpsons yeah springfield and they do their hashtag cancel the simpsons because the They've been doing hashtag cancel South Park all season, so mm. that, was, that was a funny twist on that. Yeah. Uh, weak episode, though. I have no idea what point they were trying to make. Mm. They mismatched too much, and I know those right? guys pretty well. I'm big Matt and Trey fans, and I, I think the deadline got to them this time. Yeah, I think they, so. They couldn't quite land it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all I've been watching this week that pops to mind. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Anything else for you? Um, also saw The Flash come back this week. Oh, yes, of yeah. course. So I don't want to give too much away for those who um, probably haven't finished the last season, but get on that. Um, but pretty much we see a new future person, character, kind of show up and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Don't mess with the timeline, blah, blah, blah. Um, ominous, new big bad coming. I mean, it's all quite standard, really. <laughs> when I spell it out like that, I'm like... This could be the uh, intro to any season. Yeah, yeah, Every... so... Season intro is someone time traveling yeah. to cause a ruckus. Yeah, so standard, uh, standard flash. But um, you know, I'm I'm in for the ride. I'm I'm back on board. My favorite part is one of the new characters introduced last season is Dibney, Digney. Anyway, the private eye guy who oh, became a meta. And I don't he, think that's his name. Something like that. Anyway, he's he can stretch. That's his thing. He's made I of rubber. Love that guy so much. And. He's sort of been in and out, but now he's one of the main cast. Yay! And the rest of the cast has been together for five seasons now. And they just had this running joke where, 
all this stuff they'd been dealing with, he was just coming to terms with it. <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, so if you can time travel, there's this whole alternate timeline thing you can... And he's describing the plot line from two seasons ago yeah. that he wasn't a part of. And everyone's like, what do you think we're talking about when we do all this stuff? I was like, oh, I didn't know you could actually time travel. And uh, it worked well. It's quite funny. He's, he's the surrogate for the audience who is in disbelief of the things going on. He, he is us. Yeah. Every show needs a audience surrogate to question what's going on we already have one in that show but i'll happily take two (laughs) who's the other one who's the other one cisco no he's one of the no cisco is us cisco is the internet he is all of us he's meta he's not the audience surrogate either way (laughs) uh stretch man whose name currently escapes us we're very good at our job uh whose name escapes us he's um yeah he's great i'm glad to see him sticking around Hmm. even if it's just for a stretch (laughs) (laughs) fired um Uh, after the break our review of venom welcome back with tnm on good pop bad pop this week we saw the new venom movie put out by sony thank you sony that already has implications yes thank you for the ticket sony (laughs) um please don't listen to any more of this podcast (laughs) as we review your movie um before we dive too hard into it, mm-hmm. I thought, because I'm not a comic book person, mm-hmm. I love my superheroes and I love all this world, but I've, I've never been a reader of comics. Mm. Yeah. You so, like the stuff that spawns off the comics, but not really into the yeah, comics. Yeah, it's just so. not an art form I can read and pay attention to. Mm. And I love, you know, movies referencing comic book stuff and that, but just actually mm. reading them. Well, it's hard to even, even if you wanted to get into it, it's so hard to know where to start because they've got so many different yeah. reboots and universes and um, other things that happen. We so should I, do a whole thing on that sometime. But anyway, go on. So I thought like the entirety of my Venom knowledge comes from maybe a couple of episodes of the cartoon back in the day mm-hmm. and Spider-Man 3 where Venom was played by Topher Grace. Amazing. I know. I... You know what? He's still the best one. (laughs) Burn! (laughs) I mean... um, So I thought I'd do a bit of research and give a little bit of education, M on the origin of Venom, one of Spider-Man's biggest... Foes. Foes. (laughs) Villains. Nemesis. Mm. Nemesis. Hmm. So, 1980s. We were in a... It was a daffy age of comic books... So it started off with um, Spider-Man on another planet, hanging out with Thor and a few other supers, um, battling villains, and Spider-Man gets his suit ripped. And they're like, oh, there's a place you can go get a new suit. It's fine. And he goes to the, I don't know, it was a suit shop. (laughs) It was the 80s. It was very weird. And he's like, all right, oh, which machine do I pick? And he picks this machine and it has Mm -hmm. a black ball. And he's like, cool. And then that's where the origin of the black Spider-Man suit came from. So, and he gets his cool black spider suit. And it had a few extra powers. And he was Sweet. like, sick. Um, mm-hmm. Infinite webbing, stronger webbing. Nice. And all sorts. Ooh. Anyway, he treks back to Earth mm-hmm. with this alien suit. Um, but weird stuff starts happening. Old Peter Parker will go to bed and wake up really tired. Damn. Turns out his suit was sentient. Mm. This is the origins of the symbiote. Mm-hmm. The black alien gooey thing that will later become Venom. Um, He was taking control of Peter Parker, Mm -hmm. skulking around New York and Manhattan at night and Ah. up to no good deeds. Dear me. Yeah. So he goes to a scientist, I don't know, and they scan his suit and they're like, oh, it's alive, buddy. And like, oh, problem. How do you even find that out is what I would like to know. Well, the Fantastic Four have all the best scientists, apparently. Well, that is legit what happened. Yeah. So he goes, oh, you know, this sucks. I reject this completely. Mm-hmm. And the symbiote. And this is where it gets a bit weird. It's sort of like, oh, I don't mind Earth. and But, you know, I'm s- sort of soft on Peter Parker. But he's, I also don't like him because we don't get along. And... It's all weird. This is all pieced together from my quick perusal of the internet. So they have a big fight mm-hmm. and they separate. Now... Venom and Peter Parker. He's not Venom yet. It's just the symbiote. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm 
Getting oh, to that. Oh, all right, okay. Yes. Symbiote isn't a good superhero name, but we'll get there. Um, Disagree. Symbiote's weaknesses are mm-hmm. fire and supersonic mm-hmm. sound, I mm-hmm. guess mm-hmm. you might call mm-hmm. it. And they have a fight, and it's trying to. They're in a church, and they hit the big bell. Now, this may sound familiar because they recreated this scene in Spider Man 3 mm-hmm. 10 years ago, mm-hmm. give or take. Um, so that was a good recreation back then. So yeah. they hit the bell and it separates. Now, Symbiote is still a little soft on Spider-Man, so drags him to save Peter Parker to safety before mm-hmm. disappearing into the nothingness. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man lives his life, but has a few close calls. Mm-hmm. There was an instance where he got pushed in front of a subway <laughs> train, nearly dies, he didn't Which see we it. see in movies also. Yeah, it happens a lot. Mm-hmm. He didn't hear it, have it, see it coming. His spider sense did not Ooh. go off. Later on, he's climbing a building um, and a black hand grabs him, Ooh. throws him off. Spider sense didn't go off. They're like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, alternate time and place. Mm-hmm. We have Eddie Brock, mm-hmm. the reporter, played oh, yes. by Topher Grace. <laughs> Hooray. In my mind. Um, <laughs> and we get his origin story. Now, Topher Grace was a... I should stop saying Topher Grace. Eddie Brock was a <laughs> reporter. Um, you can say Topher Grace. <laughs> now, this is where they have a few... Like, in the Topher Grace version was a photographer for the Bugle. Yep. Uh, in the new Venom movie, he's an investigator... Like, the Tom Hardy version is mm-hmm. an investigative journalist. Um, for a different... For... Um, uh, World News or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, in the comics, he was a tabloid reporter. So probably more closer to the Topher Grace one. Right. Because he was not a photographer, but, you know. Really halfway between exactly both of them. Yeah. And so he posted tabloid crap. Now, he got a story wrong and he got fired. And he kind of blamed Super, uh, not Superman, Spider-Man... <laughs> Oh, T. <laughs> yeah. Um, for reasons I forget. But he blames Spider-Man, mm-hmm. becomes an alcoholic, blah, 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 hanging out in a church. Mm-hmm. And is all like, I hate Spider-Man so hard. And you pray about it. And then the symbiote, who has been loitering in this church for some time, senses, hey, that guy, that guy hates Spider-Man as much as I do. Hello, vulnerable person. Yeah. And that's when Eddie Brock gets attacked by the symbiote and they become one. Mm-hmm. And because he was a tabloid journalist and his job was to produce Venom in uh, print, that's where the name Venom came from. Foy. Yep. And then this Eddie Brock Venom hybrid, who's out to get S- Spider-Man. Is, oh my god. Good save. <laughs> um, and he's the one, the boogeyman, that's been after Spider-Man. And then their right. big rivalry mm. goes on. Ensues. So, hmm. jump to 2018. Mm-hmm. Sony... Dusts off an old script from 20 years ago, I assume, <laughs> and decide, let's make this movie. Okay. Um, who made this movie? So Venom, played by Tom Hardy. Yes. His partner is played by Michelle Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, directed by Ruben Flaker, mm-hmm. who is famous for Zombieland. And also has a few interesting production credits under his belt. Uh, he was involved in Santa Clarita Diet. Ooh. And Superstore. <gasps> I love Superstore. So I can't fault this guy's resume. And while it's easy to blame the director, I can't blame him for this mess. Mm, true. Um, where I can blame someone is the <laughs> writer, the lead writer, Jeff Plinker, mm-hmm. whose writing credits include... Can I guess? Okay. Did he do the last Spider-Man's? Spider-Man. He did. Mm, I can tell. <laughs> oh, how I can tell. How can you tell? The, okay. Oh, hold up. Just let me read off his um, right. credits first. Dark Tower. Ooh. The greatest literary. I hated the Dark Tower books, but I can see how they would make an amazing movie. Mm. And Dark Tower was awful. It was really bad. It was rubbish. We, it was uh, so bad. I think I saw the drive-in and mm-hmm. what a waste of McConaughey in the middle of the McConaissance. You yeah. got Idris Elba, who are like, amazing actors and just couldn't stick it. Uh, Fifth Wave. I haven't seen it, but everyone hated on that. I don't know what that is. What is that? Uh... Is it a surfing movie? No, no, no. It's an alien invasion movie. 
uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, which I only saw earlier this year. I didn't hate that as much as everyone else did, but it obviously got Spider-Man shelved for a while, so I can't have done that well. The big winner in that movie was Dubstep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Because the enemy Truth. was a, the villain was Electro, and every time he electroed, they'd play dubstep because it was like 08 or something, and it was that's the like best. 2012. I'm sure it was later than that. No. Yes. Oh, fine. And most damning, he was a writer for Lost. Ooh. The worst TV show ever made. Womp womp. Don't at me. Womp womp. So I'm going to blame him for the problems with this movie. Yeah. But let, let's break down a few components. So okay. Mich- Michelle Williams playing the female lead. The on-and-off-again girlfriend of Eddie Brock. Very dry. She's won awards. She's an amazing actor. Mm. Also, teen angst alum for her role in Dawson's Creek. Um, True. So she's like a lawyer, and she's all like, oh, I'm self-made woman, and all up. And she's like, got to be uptight and bossy, as well as endearing and charming. And I don't know. She tried to be eight characters, and it, none of them landed. There was zero chemistry between them two. Mm. No, I wasn't buying it. Yeah. Um, Tom Hardy. Now, I have a, a Tom Hardy blind spot. I mm. don't know who Tom Hardy is. <laughs> I have seen maybe eight movies he's been in, and I still don't know who it is. So you would say that he hasn't necessarily delivered any memorable performances. Oh, no. Bane? Amazing. He was the okay. pilot in Dunkirk? Amazing. He's just... If you took every male actor and blended them and spat <laughs> out a carbon cock copy you would get tom hardy he's the coldplay live viva la vida song you know that's every song divided by one and is the same song and okay. i i just can't get past it people I, would argue that matt damon is like that too i quite like matt damon though personally but a lot I, of people I know who matt damon him. is i know but i'm just saying no. a lot of people say that he's very bland and no but i like him no nah, for me Except it's tom hardy he is he's the placeholder Mm. actor he could have been an extra i would notice like he's a stellar actor by all accounts i just can't i just can't <laughs> so the first thing that jumped out at me is um tom hardy versus Topher grace <laughs> and i don't know why i just can't get past it also uh is who Eddie... wore it better please uh tell us good pop underscore bad pop on twitter tweet us who wore it better tell us is eddie brock med- meant to be badass or a dweeb full of hate and angst and angst is a theme today, so I'm going to give that point to Topher Grace. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Um, anyway. So let's let's review Venom. All right. <laughs> Tell me what you thought, Em. Uh, well, like I said before, I feel like, um, yeah, the, the two characters there had no chemistry between them. We're meant to buy that they're in, like, a long-term romance, and I just oh, wasn't having it. Um, I will say that I didn't hate it i didn't hate as much as i was expecting to because the first lot of sort of reviews or comments i saw come in everyone was slamming it like you would expect and then a few came in going not that bad not not that bad here's why it's not that bad i didn't uh sort of read into that too much but i was like okay um so yeah i I didn't hate it but i will say that it felt like it came out maybe a year or two after spider-man 2 like it feels like they Literally just pulled the script out and went, oh, let us please just make this last one. Yeah. Let us just, um, oh, come on, please. The best quote I heard was someone saying it's like this movie has slipped through time from 15 years ago when this kind of movie would be made. 10 years ago, yeah, thereabouts. And, um, yeah. So it had a few problems. It had an identity crisis. Mm. Starts off pretty horror, like Mm. really creepy. That's where I've got another good point. (laughs) <laughs> what I don't... I just remembered something I'm mad about. Okay, so what I didn't like about that is, yeah, it was scary. And I was like, oh, it's going to be scary. But then they really PG'd it. Like, Venom yeah. eats people's heads off. And it's just, it's, it was very Disney off screen and just, oh, well, a body fell over there. There's no blood. There's no head. It, it was very... um. And, you know, like, I'm not a big gore person at all. I hate it. I'm not into that whatsoever. But... I feel like if there's going to be that level of violence and people, you know, literally biting somebody's head off, there should be a little splash of blood. Yeah. They they pulled the punches there. I, mm. I, what was it even rated? It was probably, you know. Well, it must have been M because there was some swearsies in it. But, um, but yeah, they, they really should have made that MA and just, you know, chucked a bit of red in there. Hmm. Amped it up a little bit. I think that might have helped. Because, um, yeah, there's a lot of murder rampage in this. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, so for me, it started off quite scary, a bit horror-y. And then about halfway through, once um, the joining happens, m- not really spoilers, minor spoilers, I guess. Um, once I mean, People know how Venom works. Yeah, <laughs> so once Eddie Brock joins the symbiote, mm. and after a while, Venom starts talking to Eddie Brock, like mm. it's in his head. And it, at that point, it changes a bit. It's a bit weird. Mm. It they're like, oh wait, these are meant to be funny movies, and it sort of becomes this weird buddy comedy thing, mm. and it was really bizarre. So they start making jokes. It's like someone tapped the writer on the shoulder and went, oh oh, Marvel movies are funny now. Yeah, put and, in some jokes. Yeah, and so they started Halfway making through. it funny, and then they started giving like character background to the symbiote. I think that's fine. Oh, it was weird, and it's like, oh, because there was multiple symbiotes in this movie. Mm. Um, in in this one, what what happened? So there's a tech company. There's an Elon Musk type mm. wanting to explore the cosmos and use um, exploring to find medical breakthroughs. And yeah. he finds a bunch of symbiotes and brings them back to Earth. And the ship crashes. They escape, and that's the start of the movie. Um, and they're sort of like, oh, I'm an outcast like you. Like, I've been picked on by my other symbiote buddies. <laughs> and it was really weird personification into this. And it was a little I, odd. Yeah, and it lost the punch of Venom being, you know, the badass. I enjoyed seeing the rivalry between the other symbiotes in that relationship because I think that's an interesting dynamic to explore. But, I, yeah, I don't like how he was, like, super badass and then... I'm going to do that too. Yeah, and Let's then... be friends. You're like, wait, what? He's all murder rampagey. Then he's all like, uh, actually, I like Earth, you know, because he can't just be a super villain killing everyone. He's They've got to have a reason because they don't want it. They can't just have a villain. It's got to be an anti-hero, you know, someone you're rooting for. Mm. And so they're like, oh, I quite like Earth. And, I, you know, your girlfriend's cool. She's nice. <laughs> and it was so weird. It was so forced. And, ah, uh, yeah didn't do it for me yeah um action sequences started off very good mm-hmm. so it's him running around the town and all the cops are beating up on him and he venoms out and it's pretty cool i mm. quite liked that there's a motorbike scene and there's a car chase and a lot of cool fighting stuff standard action fair yeah mm. where it lost me a bit is um what i've been calling the transformers effect mm-hmm. in transformers they were cool big robots fighting when it was a Transformer wrestling with another Transformer, you cannot see what the heck is happening. Yeah. It's just because you don't understand car anatomy. <laughs> and so these robots are fighting. You're like, what, what are they fighting? They're, they're like immortal until they're not immortal. It makes no sense. We get to this point with two um, symbiote monsters fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the villain in this, what was his name? Riot? Yeah, but let's Riot. not, you know, spoil the whole movie. <laughs> That's... Anyway, um, and then you can't see what's happening. It's two liquid monsters fighting. And you're like, I, I don't know what's... Mm. Yeah, can't see what's happening. Um, so the final scenes didn't show any punch Yeah, for me. Um, yeah, would you recommend to watch it? Uh, there's nothing else on. Like I, like I said, I, hated it. I didn't hate it. I was expecting to hate it. I wouldn't say I loved it, but I, yeah, I liked it. I, I wouldn't go out to see it uh, in a couple of years if it pops up on your Netflix queue. Good night, Phil movie, yeah. but nah, not for me. Womp womp. So, yeah, that's our Venom review. Mm-hmm. Um, after the break, we'll cover a few news headlines and wrap it for the day. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to our Venom review. Uh, I'm just going to go through a few news headlines. Um, what have I got first? Sorry, you can hear me rustling paper. So, funny one this week. Um, back on The Witcher. The Witcher's based on a series of books. Yep. Um, and the author has come out saying he wants to sue CD Projekt Red, the oh. company who makes The Witcher games. Interesting. Um, which is something you can see. But then you go a bit into the background of what actually happened. And, mm-hmm. yeah. So, years and years and years ago... Uh, CD Projekt Red went, hello, mister, we like your books, we want to make video games on them. Yeah. Um, we can pay you for the rights or give you a percentage of royalties, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. And what was the quote? Uh, he said, fuck off, games are stupid, 
and won't profit. I'll take the 9.5k. Good luck with that. Mistake. So he sounds fun. Yeah, sounds like a good guy. Yeah, like quality guy, you know. Fun really, parties. really speaking well to the mm. fantasy crowd because, you know, none of them game. Anyway, um, CD Projekt Red now estimated to be worth $2 billion. Damn. And he's all like, I want some of that money. I- I've heard about this internet money. Give me some of that internet money. Mm-hmm. So he's suing them for $16 million. Okay. Which is a lot more than 9500 Yeah. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the chatter is he's a bit of a... It's a bit of a snob, a few people have been saying, and yeah. it's a bit of a... People are digging into this a bit, and it's a kind of a don't-meet-your-heroes kind yeah. of thing, so it's not looking good for anyone. Uh, 16 mil probably wouldn't break the bank for um, CD Projekt Red at this point. They've. Yeah. Uh, I'd be digging what, my heels in on principle, but I'm stubborn. Well, it, this is... A, is it Polish? Poland. Anyway, they've mm. got some slightly weird laws where he might have a case. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so like like a loophole where great success means you do get some compensation. I don't know. It was a bit hard to understand. There's all sort of discussion at this point. Um, they've got so they are, I assume made a lot of money for Witcher mm-hmm. three, as well as the other two. Uh, they've got uh, Cyberpunk coming out next year, Ooh, which yes, would be I'm another big one. That. Yeah, that looks quite fun. And they're making a lot of mini Witcher games based on Gwent, the card game. <laughs> Now, Gwent, yeah, it's just like a Magic the Gathering, but you play in the Witcher universe. Yeah. And it's addictive and fun. And they made an actual Gwent game, which became way complicated, and I had to stop playing because it was... Because <laughs> it's not just playing the card game. You've got to win more cards, build a deck, and, you know, you've got to put time in to get the cards. But now they're sort of meeting everyone in the middle and making a little RPG adventure that you... You do your battles with a card game, mm-hmm. but it's a story, like an RPG. So, you know, you're playing The Witcher, but instead of whipping out a sword and mashing X a lot, you play a mini card game. Lame. Why? That just doesn't sound fun. Huh. Well, if you don't like the card game, probably not. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm interested in that one, because I, I was on the Gwent beta, and I played that for a while, but then, yeah. you know, you got to put in a lot of hours to unlock all the extra stuff, and it was very... Mm. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned for that. The point is they're making money. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll keep track of this one. But because I was thinking of going back and reading the books, you know, I'm not a big lore in the game guy, but I wouldn't mind going and reading the origin stories mm. of all these characters you you grow to love. Yeah. But we'll see. Okay. We'll see. What do you got for me, Em? Um, well, as Ozark just got announced for a season three, Three, I believe. Um, I had a bit of a look to see what else has been kind of renewed or cancelled or whatnot for I know, the one year. One of them. Oh, do you just? Well, um, I'm going to play a quick game with you called Renewed or Cancelled. Okay. You have to bank on ones I don't know about yet. Well, you can just tell me if you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, don't look at my paper. Okay. Because it's color coded. <laughs> Close the eyes. Okay. Um, so, Altered Carbon on Netflix. We watched season one earlier this year, last year. Renewed. Woo! Renewed. Ooh. Uh, yes, very exciting. Um, that's that's going to be great. I hope so. But I, I, they've got challenges. Because if you haven't seen Altered Carbon, the whole premise is downloading your personality and sticking them in other bodies. Now, mm. the whole all the main characters in the first one... With different people in different bodies, so yeah, do they confusing. do they replace the actors? What do they do? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> um, season two, we'll hold and all we the get to <laughs> yes, and now we get to um, American Gods. Ooh, don't know. Hoping cancelled, renewed oh, for that another was season. The most disappointing show I've ever seen. Yeah, I know a lot of people who like the books. Um, anyway, so that's been renewed. Yeah, because the show was based on the first half of the book yeah it was true. and it's all scene setting and nothing happens it was very whereas there's a lot of talking about ooh, hey this person do you know about this person and then nothing happened it was all a lot of implication to a bigger thing but never ever showing the bigger thing so unless you had read the book you you 
there was no payoff to get. Yeah. Anyway, so another season of that. Boo, I'm not going to watch it. Also, probably pronouncing this wrong, Agretsuko. Which one's that? Don't look at my paper. No, no, which show's that? It's the um, anime show about the red panda who has oh, the... a very boring day job and sings death metal karaoke, yeah, karaoke which if you one. haven't seen is really quite enjoyable, especially if you work in a monotonous office. So, um, renewed or cancelled? Renewed. Renewed! Hey, I didn't think that was, that was a lot of ground to cover there. Well, mundane life can be very exciting. I mean, how many seasons did The Office get? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Can't yeah. argue with that. Um, Barry. Oh, it'd have to be renewed. Renewed! I mean, yeah. if you're winning awards, you've yeah, got Emmys and Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, renewed, exciting season two coming our way. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. No idea. Uh, this was tricky to actually work out, but it is renewed for a final season. Okay. Yeah. Is um, that... How many is it up to? I think it's going to be the fourth. Has it got legs? How's it going? Yeah, no, it's good. It's, right. uh, it's good. And I'm kind of sad to see it go, but I think ending it around now is probably the right choice. All right. Because after that, you'd be like, oh, what are we about? Anywho's, uh, Dirk Genley's Holistic Detective Agency. They had two. Um... I don't know. Cancelled? Womp. Cancelled. Yeah. Um, which is I a shame. I picked up the book and because I was enjoying the start of the show. So I picked up the book and went to read mm. it. And it was boring and had nothing to do with anything. And it wasn't even related to the show. And I don't know what to do. So I stopped both. Yeah. Yeah. You just went, <laughs> nope, I'm having none, uh, of it. It, none of any of it. Reading that bad book threw me off. And I think it's a classic book. I just had no idea what was going on. Mm. Um, this one you already know about. Difficult People. Oh, it's done. Yeah. Yeah, cancelled. They, they finished their show in the yep. show. They were did that on their terms. Yep, yep, yep. So that was um, good and bad, bittersweet. Because that ended up, like, and that last season was the best too, which yeah. was a shame. Yeah, if you haven't seen Difficult People, like, we'd never heard of it. We just randomly saw a trailer on YouTube one well, day. Well, we saw a trailer and then I found out Amy Poehler was involved and I'm like, oh, we are watching this. Uh-huh. And we just, are watching the shit out of this. It's, what is it? It's a little grating at first because you're like, oh, these people are... Annoying. And yeah, it's it's a Seinfeld thing. style, like New Yorkers. Um, well, it's about unlikable people. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Seinfeld. Well, no, they're just being regular people. There wasn't. They weren't actively being annoying. It's just anyway. Uh, Final space. Final space. Oh, the cartoon. Yes. Oh, I hope that's renewed. It is. Renewed. Good. Yay. My God. <laughs> yeah, because that uh, had a bit of a cliffhanger. I think they originally only made made it to have one season with some potential plots, and it's good that they're going forward with that. So. Was, I can't put my finger on it because it wasn't necessarily funny, mm. but it was very entertaining and like really pulled you in. Once the main character calmed down. It was, yeah, it was um, a bit jumpy at first, but he settled yeah. down. Friends from College. Netflix show. Oh, cancelled. Come on. Renewed season wow. two. Yeah. That was an awful show. And so surprisingly, too, because it had a really good lineup of people in it, but it was just really bad. Yeah. It had, yeah. Who was in there? It was Smolders, it was Peel. Um, oh, what's the. One of the Boy Meets World. <laughs> um, anyway, that guy. You think you're Fred Savage? Yeah. Oh, and also that's the one to use, and yeah, so no. Right. <laughs> he wasn't in that. Um, yeah, so that's been renewed. Well. Glow. They, they better figure it out. Uh, Glow, we've seen two seasons. Uh, renewed does very well. Renewed for season three. Nice. Uh, Good Girls, another Netflix show. So that's mm. also, well, not Netflix, but Netflix and NBC. I don't know what that is, so couldn't um, tell you. It's uh, newish and it is renewed, which is great because that was a really good show. Good girls. Yeah, it's funny. Funny, no, funny, funny. Never heard of it. Um, it's got I can't remember her name. She's in the Duff. Plus oh, okay. Someone else <laughs> plus someone else. Um, Gotham. I think that's got one more season. Yep, season five will be the last. Yeah. Handmaid's Tale. Gotham's great now, by the way. Like, it was weird at first, but it's amazing. It's like, it got pushed to a later time slot. Yeah, that's when it got fun. And so they upped the violence and the absurdity, and it's it's great. Yep. Handmaid's Tale. (sighs) Conflicted. It's very quality television, but um, 
after the end of season two, I think they ruined it. But um, <laughs> I assume renewed. Renewed, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Happy. We watched that recently. Yeah, you have to make another one of that. Yep, season two on its way. Happy Sci-fi good. show. This one you also know. Last Men on Earth. Yeah, cancelled. Cancelled on a cliffhanger. On a cliffhanger. Worst. So yeah. interesting. Um, but a funny show if you um, want to have a look at the few seasons they do have. Legion. Two just came out. Is that the season? They're renewed for season three. Right. We, I saw one. Wasn't a fan. My favourite part was Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords. Did he sing a weird song? He sang a weird song. It's kind of what he does. I was just thinking that I'm like, no, wait, that's Moana. <laughs> no, he but sa- also... He also sang a weird yeah. song in Moana. He sang a weird song in Rick and Morty. Yeah. He was the True. blob thing. I like that Goodbye, song. Goodbye, moon man. Uh, Lost in Space. I don't know. I haven't seen the first season yet. It has been renewed. All right. It's on, it's on the watch list. Yeah. It looks very pretty, so I'm very interested in that. The Orville... Keep in mind, this is a Fox show. <laughs> so I watched about three or four, and I could really see the potential. Mm-hmm. And I feel they give Seth MacFarlane whatever he wants. So I'm going to say renewed. Renewed. Hey. They do give Seth MacFarlane whatever he wants. <laughs> Pay the man. I mean, didn't you tell me they were doing like 40 episodes of American Dad this year or something? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, oh my God. Like in the next year, in 2019, I think there's going to be It's so hard or 40 to keep episodes. a show on Fox that Seth MacFarlane, he must have pictures of whoever makes that decision because... <laughs> oh, they cancel Cleveland show, I guess. So he's not bored. They let him keep two of them on, I mean. Yeah. Uh, Queer Eye. Oh, I don't know. You tell me. I didn't watch that one. Everybody loves Queer Eye. Renewed season three. Yeah. Such a good show. Oh, man. Uh, Veep. Veep? Mm. What happened at the end? Has to be renewed because they were setting up to go around again. Veep is cancelled after season seven. So the, the final season's coming. I think so. Right, because she was coming out of retirement to run for yep. president again. Uh, yep. And last on my list, You, Me, Her. Uh, what's that? Oh, I didn't watch that one. You watched that one. I did. And it was great. So great that it's been renewed for season four and five. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think... That was, that was the thruple one, wasn't it? Yep, yep. Very cool show. Uh, really explored the dynamics in those sorts of... Trying to navigate those relationships. So, yeah. That is my uh, my list. It's definitely not all of the shows, because um, that list would be too long. But just some of the ones that we watched, some of the popular ones, ones I thought people might want to know. Did you tell me that they renewed the 100? Yes. Right. That but was... I don't know if that's the season that was just on, or if it's one coming, I can't remember. Ah. It was unclear. Either way, it's too long. <laughs> yeah, we love the 100, but it's... First few seasons was good, and then I was like, oh, this is getting a little boring now, and now it's getting a little boring. But anyway, that's my, um, that's all the news I have, is just finding a, a cool list of what's hot and what's not, according to TV execs. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any more news? I do. Uh, one final piece. Um, so, shit. Um, some information is coming out on Fallout 76. Now, I'm Ooh. a big Fallout fan, big Bethesda fan, Skyrim, it's all quality stuff mm-hmm. um oh i had a bethesda reference before total tangent and throwback to the venom review yes i was talking about how i don't know who tom hardy is and despite seeing him i can't i don't know who he is mm-hmm. in oblivion if you joined the thieves guild there was this whole plot line with the leader of the thieves guild who was the ultimate thief he was actually cursed with a mask that no one could recognize him when you looked mm-hmm. at him and the whole point of the plot was to break the curse of the ultimate thief so he could, you know, whatever, get back to his family, I guess. But um, Tom Hardy has that mask. And okay. Which is funny because he wears a mask in most of his movies. Bane, Dunkirk, he's always, everyone's always trying to cover his face up. Bummer. He has the curse from Oblivion. Uh, from Oblivion. Well, there we go. Yep. Mystery Sorry. solved. Back on task. <laughs> Fallout 76. Mm. Now, if you've played a Fallout game or a Skyrim Elder Scrolls game, you know what these games are like. 
So what has turned everyone on their head is Fallout 76 is an online game. Mm, tricky business. Yeah, so everyone's like, what the heck will this game look like online? And the early videos are coming in and we're starting to piece a few things together. Mostly how you would coexist with other players. Mm. Now, um, it was a bit weird because the first like five things they mentioned all involved photo mode. And I know yeah. photo mode is the new battle royale. <laughs> like, I guess so. Every game has to have photo mode. So they're like, oh, Fallout 76 has photo mode. Um, and you can do all this stuff. Uh, you do all these quests and challenges to unlock cosmetics for photo mode. Mm. And it was like, uh... Like, if your big features are all involving photo mode, I mean... They might just be riding the wave on, on what's hot. Like, it might not actually be well, the majority the, of a game, but people are talking about photo mode at the moment because of Spider-Man. Yeah, but I mean... So... I mean, it's standard to add photo mode to everything now, and that's fine. Yeah. But to be like, this is our big feature, photo yeah. mode, and cosmetics for photo mode, it's very... Fortnite and very mm. everything. Anyway, rub me the wrong with, way. With what's going? But anyway, um, so quest challenges like you are used to. So loot crates are instant, instanced. Okay. Sorry, as yeah. in you know, like a, yeah, a yeah, yeah. like you, everyone can have loot the crate. It's yeah, yeah. So you all get that loot, but all the mm-hmm. stuff lying on the floor, it's whoever gets there first. Mm. Now this is where online falls to bits if everyone has to race like you're all meant to cover each other and shoot out the place but you're sprinting in to get the light bulb first or to get the pilot light out of the oven or whatever Mm. the resource is of choice it respawns Mm -hmm. but if you're running around for crew it's not great Mm. um hopefully that's not problematic um very a lot of emphasis on crafting again now this was a the reception for this was quite mixed on um Fallout 4. I loved it. I loved base building. I mm-hmm. played it on the PC, got all the mods, built monstrosities of bases. I loved it. The only thing, there was nothing to do in the game with the base. Like, you didn't mm. get attacked. Nothing really happened. It was That's all... what I thought was weird about that. That's why I assumed when I first saw that, I was like, oh, okay, you must be able to play with other people. I'm like, if not, why, why are you well, doing this? Well, not other base? people. You wanted to be attacked by things or... Yeah. Like build a settlement and But that's only ever gonna go so far yeah. without some noob coming at you, yelling at you. And that's yeah, so you could get mods to escalate that and that was good fun. But oh, yeah. in the base game the pieces were there, but no. So they've doubled down on this in Fallout seventy six, very Minecraft esque, lots mm-hmm. of building, lots of um modding stations. And it looks like it's this Fallout 4 world, but they've added a lot of style. You know, they mm. went on and on about... This was based on a IGN-created video of things we saw. Mm-hmm. And it was very, oh, everyone can get an instrument and play a song together. Yeah. And it was a lot of emphasis on hanging out with your mates in the game sort of thing. Mm. Um, very much know. targeted towards younger people, maybe. Well, it's it's a big thing in the Grand Theft Auto world, and it'll probably be a big okay. thing in the Red, Dem- Red, De- Red Dead Redemption world. Like, mm. you buy all this cool stuff, and you hang out, and you throw parties and stuff. So they're yeah. trying to do that. Mm. So... Potential. You can have like, I think it was like 24 people in a server. Um, what was interesting... So if you ever play these games, you'd be familiar with the VATs, where you ha- use your energy to target, you know, shoot them in the leg, shoot them in the head. Mm-hmm. Time won't slow, obviously. Otherwise, uh, yeah. yeah, everyone else's time would slow. But you still have the auto-targeting thing if you're not a big shooter. Mm. You can just lock on and click away. Um you can opt as, in as a pacifist. You're automatically a pacifist until you get to level 5. And then you can turn that off. So, And it looks like you can leave it on. So PvP is optional. Okay. And what was interesting is if you shoot at someone, you get a thing, oh, this person shot at you. And mm. it's not on right away. You have to shoot them, kind of shoot them back. And then it's on. Yeah. And it can kill each other. If someone shoots you and just keeps shooting you and kills you, they get labelled as a murderer, and that's different. Interesting. Yeah, so you die as per normal. Mm-hmm. But this person is labelled a murderer and is shown on everyone's map. So everyone can see where the murderer is. <laughs> and the murderer can't see where anyone else is. So everyone can be like, I'm going to take down that murderer. And you can see where they are. You can sneak up on them. And so there's... Yeah. If you're inviting trouble <laughs> if you yeah. murder people, which I guess is a good lesson to take home. Well, yeah. Um, 
Don't play with guns, kids. Hmm. There was a lot of emphasis on the survival stuff, you know, mm-hmm. water, food, scavenging and stuff like that. So that could be fun. But the big one that everyone's asking about is the nuclear missiles yeah, sort of thing. And they haven't sort of outlined what's in the game yet, but you go and you steal the launch codes, mm-hmm. you find the nuclear base, mm-hmm. you launch the missile and blow something up. Ooh. And while to a degree it's a bit temporary like as in everything recovers after a while, they do want that to be an event. So blows a big hole in the earth, all the monsters around there become radioactive and much stronger. Yep. All the best loot is now where you nuked, like oh. the irradiated iron for your gear or something like that. Cool. So it's seems to be very dynamic. Yeah. Um, so this is all very interesting. I'm intrigued. I've sort of avoided looking at this game too much because mm. the whole online thing put me off at the beginning but it might be worth it uh i don't know if you might be interested in we can store install it on our gear and have a crack yeah. at putting you in the wasteland maybe i've never there's a bit of a gaming faux pas on my behalf i've never really gotten into any of the fallout games and i don't know why i think maybe when it started to be very popular is probably when i was in my world of warcraft hole when that was all I played, so that's probably why. Uh, but yeah, maybe we'll see. Yeah. Um, see what happens. I'll let you play it for a while first, and then see what's what. Hmm. Um. I'm, I don't know if I'll dive onto that one mm. right away, but I don't know. I'll think about it. Yeah. I'm very excited about Red Dead in what week? Two weeks? Soon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's Red be Dead Redemption Two. Um. That's we'll that's probably be talking about that soon. I would yeah. Imagine. Um. You'll probably get a review in progress in a week or two and then a proper mm. review after that but grand theft horse it's coming dun, dun, dun. but that's all i have for news this week so i think that wraps us up for this session that's it that is us today remember to tweet us who wore it better Topher grace or hardy we want to know and you can tweet us that opinion at good pop underscore bad pop don't forget to find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash good pop, bad pop podcast. Do not forget to subscribe and if you're loving it, leave us a nice little comment just so everyone knows that we are not terrible. And we will see you I mean, next Even if week. we are terrible, let us know. It's all about interaction. Yeah, well, you know, no press is bad press. Bye. Bye. <laughs>